Welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast, bringing you hints, tips, advice and inspiration as you walk your path to living a rich and full alcohol-free life. Discover why sobriety is the most loving gift of self-care and self-love and how you can feel empowered and joyous with your choice to live the abundant life of alcohol freedom that you deserve. I'm Gail MacDonald, coach, teacher, mum and tea drinker, living a life of alcohol freedom and I'm here to help you to transform your relationship with alcohol in a way that feels good so you can live the life you deserve without alcohol holding you back. Hello, good morning and welcome to this week's podcast. Today I'm going to be helping you through something which is very, very common and it's about what to do if drinking is taking up too much space in your head, in your heart, in your life and what to do about it. How to make the decision that you're not going to allow alcohol to take up any more room in your life. Because when you can come to that wonderful decision, when you can get into that place, it truly is the most liberating feeling in the world. And from that place, you can begin to work on the practicalities of living alcohol-free. And the reason I want to talk about this today is because often... It's actually coming to that decision, coming to that point where you can happily make this decision that is often the most difficult. It's often the thing that we take the longest time to do. That is true for me. I think it took me about five years to actually make the positive choice that I was going to stop drinking And, you know, a lot of people who I talk to, my lovely members, my one-to-one clients, it takes them a while to come to that decision. So how can we get to that point sooner? How can we stop letting alcohol get in the way of our lives and approach it from a good place instead of the shame and guilt and negativity that usually comes with a decision to stop drinking. But before we crack on with that, I just want to say hello, hello, how are you? Um, I hope that you're having a lovely day. It's Tuesday here. It's Nico's last day at school, um, which is very exciting. He's so looking forward to it. I think we're all looking forward to the break actually. It seems like it's been a long term. Over here in Spain, we don't have half term. So we've been, you know, at it every single day since Easter. And it seems such a long time ago. So we're definitely ready for a break. I, for one, am looking forward to not having to do the school run in the mornings. Um... You know, it's only 20 minutes down the road and 20 minutes back, but it's everything that goes with it. You know, getting up, breakfast, getting ready to go out. So I'm looking forward to having 
more relaxed mornings, shall we say. And I also want to celebrate some of our lovely members that we have in the Transform membership. One of them celebrated one year sober yesterday. So huge congratulations to you. You know who you are. We love you. You are amazing. Another one of our members just recently passed her previous milestone of 65 days and she passed it by a few days without even realising that it was there. And this is so good because she'd been worrying about it, wondering what was going to happen, but she just got on with it and passed this milestone and is working her way to the next one. Another one of our members just passed 110 days celebrating you. You know who you are. And I just want to give a big, you know, warm congratulations to one of my lovely one-to-one clients who started working with me five weeks ago. And she's been alcohol-free for the whole five weeks. And she never thought she'd be able to do it. And she did. So there's so much love, so much celebrations to be had. Um, And I want you to feel inspired by these amazing women who are, you know, reaching their goals, reaching their milestones, passing their milestones and feeling good about it. Because that is key in this journey. You've heard me say this before. Don't focus on what you might think you're giving up. Always focus on what you're gaining. And this is what helped me to come to the decision and I'm going to talk about that in a minute and also helped me keep going when things got difficult and I'm over three years sober and it's just been the best decision of my life it really has and I'm going to help you to make that wonderful decision for yourself today So the first thing that we should probably talk about is you're listening to this if you feel that drinking is taking up too much space in your head, in your heart, in your life. I know what it's like always thinking about drinking, always worrying about drinking, especially if you are kind of at the moment in the moderation space where there's all the rules and restrictions. You might have also been questioning, you know, do I really need to stop? Do I really need to have a break? Perhaps you've been worrying about this for a while. On the one hand, it's troubling you. But on the other hand, everybody else is doing it. And you think maybe I can just be a normal person you know, quote unquote here. Um, Maybe you've been on Google filling in one of those am I an alcoholic type questionnaires. Um, You know, maybe you are putting a lot of rules, restrictions, guidelines on yourself at the moment. Maybe you find yourself comparing yourself to other people. Worrying about it, you know, um just thinking about it far too much and it's just taking up too much energy, too much effort and too much space. And what you really want 
is to not drink. But that is a really scary thought. Um, I get that. I really do. Because I've been there. And the problem with kind of googling, uh, looking around at other people, putting the rules on yourself even, is that it is preventing you from really looking within and focusing on yourself and what it is that you really want. So the first thing I would say, if you are worrying about drinking, thinking about it, wanting to stop, but yet seem unable to actually take that step, then stop looking around at other people and, you know, Google and ask yourself, how is my drinking making me feel? And am I okay with this? If you're not okay with how it's making you feel, then you need to dig a little deeper, go within and ask, well, what do I want instead? How do I want to feel? And that is probably the most important question that you can ask yourself. So let's go back then to my own journey, I suppose, before I asked myself that really important question, I was in that difficult place, always thinking about drinking, wanting to stop drinking, but not being able to do so. I looked around me, everybody seemed to be enjoying a drink, alcohol was everywhere, it still is everywhere, and I also was scared I was ashamed and I was I suppose I worried that if I admitted that I wasn't really enjoying drinking anymore um I worried what people would think I worried that uh, um that my life wouldn't be the same I worried that people would think I had a problem I worried that I wouldn't be able to have fun enjoy myself you know it was such a big part of my life and I was really scared of the alternative. Even though I wasn't happy with the current situation, the alternative just seemed so far out of reach, so far removed from what I was currently experiencing, I just didn't know what that would look like or feel like. And it was really, really scary. So I did what probably um, you are, might be doing right now, what most of us do, you know, we just carry on. And I think it's because of those feelings of, of shame and worry and guilt that we just carry on through it because often the only way that we can get rid of those feelings is to numb them out with alcohol. So I carried on. I carried on worrying, I carried on being afraid, I carried on waking up every morning full of, you know, regret and self-hate. Um, I carried on breaking promises to my family, to myself even. I carried on with my small life and that's what it was then. It was, it was a small life, nothing was happening. And I carried on poisoning myself I suppose you know putting this substance into me that made me 
you know, puffy. I was overweight. I was lethargic. I was so lazy. Um, and all the while, desperately wanting to stop, but being able, being unable, I should say, to do so. And it wasn't until, you've probably heard this story before, that my husband said, okay, I'm not drinking anymore. And I was kind of filled with half panic, half so much gratitude. And I thought, okay, well, I need to really do something. So what am I going to do? Because, you know, the focusing on the negative and the reasons why I shouldn't do it anymore just weren't working. So I had to make this choice. And yeah, I was kind of pushed into it by my husband. And not everybody is as lucky, I suppose, as I was to have that. And I do feel lucky. But I still had to do it for myself. I still had to make that decision for myself. And so... I just changed it around and you hear me say that quite a lot, you know, switch it up. And that's what I did. I looked at this choice, this decision from a completely different perspective. As you know, before I would focus on all the negatives, all the reasons why it was wrong to drink, all the horrible things it was doing to me. But that just made me feel worse and it didn't really help. So I looked at it from a completely different angle. It was just a no-brainer then to come at it from this different perspective. It made more sense to me to stop dwelling on the negative and to focus on the positive. That's not to say my life has been all, you know, sunshine and roses. I'm certainly not Mary Poppins skipping down the drive every day. Life has been difficult since I quit. But because I made the decision from a good place, I've been much more able to cope with everything that life has thrown at me. Um, Maybe this sounds too simple. And it was simple in some respects. That's not to say... It was easy because it wasn't easy. You know, there was a lot of soul searching. I had to uncover a lot of those limiting beliefs. I had to dig down and really look at the fears, um, face the worry, the uncertainty. But deep down, I knew it was the best thing for me. And that's when I made the decision that I wasn't going to drink anymore. And that's what has helped me to stick to my decision, focusing on the good. So I want you to have a little think right now. So if you are wondering, you know, is is now the right time? How can I do it? I don't even know when to start. Then you need to go back and look at yourself. That is key. Again, back to the question that I talked about in the beginning. How is your drinking making you feel? And don't make anything wrong about it. You know, if you feel bad, if you feel unhappy, then don't make it that wrong. That's just what it is. 
But at the same time, I don't want you to dwell on those uncomfortable, unhappy feelings. If you're not happy with how alcohol is making you feel, then think about how you want to feel instead. And this is important. You know, I focused on a lot of the negatives and I'm just going to read out a few of the negatives that I used to focus on because maybe you can relate. Maybe you're thinking, oh, well, maybe Gail wasn't that bad. Maybe, you know, um, she didn't have that much going on. But I had a lot going on, a lot of self-hate, basically, and a lot of worry. And the negatives that I used to worry about were my drinking made me not me. You know, I was always kind of making promises to my family, my kids especially, and then I would break them because I was either too ill or too drunk to do the things that I'd promised my kids. Um, I used to get embarrassed about the amount that we used to drink. I would sometimes go to different shops if I felt I'd bought too much from the same shop. Now, I live in a tiny village and there's only about three shops. So it was difficult to hide the amount that I was buying. I would make excuses and say, you know, oh, this is for a present or I need this for a recipe. Now, I don't think they believed me, but, you know, that were the kind of things that I did in my head to, to make myself feel better. Um... I hated waking up being hungover. I hated waking up not remembering the night before. Um, most of all, I hated the anxiety and the panic attacks that I would get with a hangover. I focused on the shame and the guilt that I felt about not spending time with my kids, if not being the mum that I knew I could be, not being the person that I knew I was underneath. Um, I would feel... I would feel sick when I looked at the bank and realised that we'd spent most of the money on alcohol. I used to worry about weird pains that I would get or, you know, discover unexpected bruises on my legs, on my back and, you know, try and brush it off and say, oh, it wasn't really, you know, nothing bad happened. But deep down, I just felt so rubbish. Um... You know, I used to be a runner, I love hiking, being outdoors, and I never did any of those things. But when I thought about all of the bad things that my drinking was making me do, or turning me into, or preventing me from being, it just made it worse. And the only thing that I could do to make the pain go away was to open another kind of beer or pour another glass of wine and it got to the point where that's all I was doing I would just feel so awful about my drinking then I would just cover up those feelings with more alcohol all the time wishing that it would just stop wishing that it would just go away so when my husband came to me and said okay I'm not going to drink anymore that's when I thought okay well if I want to 
really be in this place that I've been dreaming of for so long, I'm going to have to do something different because what I was doing previously, obviously, wasn't working. And that's when I started to change things around and come at the whole thing from a different perspective. You know, most of all, I focused on not what I was currently feeling and um, feeling bad about how I was feeling. I focused on how I wanted to feel, what I wanted out of my life, what I wanted to do that I was currently being held back from. I was tired of beating myself up and feeling ashamed And I wanted something different. I wanted to experience the joy that I saw other people talking about. So I set about kind of bridging that gap between how I was feeling and how I wanted to feel. And that was probably key in helping me to to start the journey. Because often... It's coming to that point where we feel excited and happy and uplifted about not drinking anymore. That is the hardest decision to come to. I suppose it's what they say about yoga, you know, the hardest thing is getting on the mat. But once you're there, you just do what you have to do. You just get on with it. You learn, you grow, you practice. And that's the same with this journey. Once you are there, once you have decided that you're going to do this, then it kind of takes care of itself in the sense that you're no longer trying to moderate. You are no longer stuck with that kind of will I, won't I struggle in your mind and it does make it easier. I have to say that when I made that decision it was like a huge weight had been lifted from my shoulder. It was like I was no longer trying to run through mud. Everything became clearer because I wasn't thinking oh How long am I going to do this for? What if I have a craving? Maybe I'll just have one at the weekend. Maybe, you know, I can do it for a week and then I'll see how I go. You know, I basically stopped worrying about drinking. I basically stopped thinking about drinking. And it was extremely liberating. And that, I suppose, is when the work begins, if you like. And I talked about this in one of my blog posts, and I'll put the link in the show notes. And it was kind of, you know, I'll stop drinking when. When this happens, I'll stop drinking. But really, it's the other way around. When you finally make the decision to stop drinking, everything else can then be dealt with. You can start to move towards your goals. You can start to make those little changes and adjustments in your life. 
but you have to be free from alcohol in order to do that. It's like one of our members said, you know, I've done all this inner work, you know, done all the journaling, done all the self-improvement, self-development, but I'm not getting anywhere with it because I'm still drinking. So it's only when you remove the alcohol can you really start to become the person who you want to be, the person who you are deep down. So how do you get to that decision? How do you get to that place where it seems possible and exciting and inspiring instead of scary and shameful and difficult and impossible? Okay, well, I just want to say that I have a new course coming out which is going to help you to get to that place. This is the course that you have been asking me for. This is the course that has been inspired by so many conversations, messages and emails. This is the course that is going to help you to get your head and your heart singing off the same hymn sheet. It's going to help you to feel good about changing your relationship with alcohol and I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you can just make that positive step towards your new exciting life in a way that feels good. This course is going to help to get rid of the shame and the guilt and it's going to change everything for you. It's going to help you to do what it is you've always wanted to do and that is to take that step towards an alcohol-free life but take that step in a way that feels good because that is key with any habit change really but obviously we're talking about drinking here if you can feel good about what you're doing then it makes the journey so much easier. And the new course is going to help you to feel good about your decision. And I just want to talk you through a little bit of what you can do now to help you to begin to feel good about living alcohol-free. So the first thing is that, you know, if you know deep down that your drinking is making you unhappy. If you know that you want to stop, but somehow you still find yourself in front of the fridge at 5pm, then I'm going to help you to get past the struggle and the thoughts that you might be experiencing right now. So the very first step, even if... You think, I'm not ready for this yet, I'm still exploring, I'm still curious. That's fine, you know. In fact, if you are feeling curious and that maybe you're not quite ready, then this is a very important next step for you. And I would say that even if you think, gosh, it just seems too far away, I'm really not sure, yet I'm not happy, then take this 
next step. You know, follow what I'm going to say to you next because it's really going to help. So go back to that initial question. How is your drinking making you feel? And be honest here. Don't kind of gloss over it. Get everything out. And again, don't make it wrong. Don't feel bad for what comes out. It is what it is. Um, There's no point in beating yourself up about it. In fact, don't do that because you're just going to feel worse. So look at your answers. How is alcohol making you feel? And I want you to change it around. And I want you to turn every negative thing that you've written down and make it into a positive. And ask yourself, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel when I wake up and I haven't had a drink? How would my life look if I wasn't drinking? What do I want to do? Where do I want to go? Most importantly though, how do I want to feel? Because when you know what it is that you want, when you know how you want to feel, and you can bring those wonderful, positive, uplifting emotions to the choice, the decision that you're about to make, then it can't help but feel good. And that is one of the things that my new course talks about. And in fact, it's taken from the materials that I use with my one-to-one clients. And they are probably the most inspiring two weeks that we have together. The first two weeks are the most inspiring two weeks of our time together. And that is what I'm going to bring you in this new course. A transformative experience that is going to help you to feel inspired and excited and uplifted about what it is that you want to do next. But you need to dig deep. You need to be honest and open. And really tap into your emotions about what it is that you want? How do you want to feel? And what does that look like? Can you see yourself living the life that you want to live without alcohol holding you back? Can you see yourself going to bed sober, feeling all snuggly, as one of our members said the other day? How will it feel to get into bed knowing that you haven't had a drink that day how amazing are you going to feel when you wake up knowing you didn't drink yesterday how wonderful are you going to feel when you've done a day or two days what about a month from now what can you see yourself doing in a month from now if you stop drinking today How is that going to make you feel? And I want you to really tap in to those emotions. I want you to continuously think about the positives of living alcohol-free. 
and stop dwelling on how bad you're feeling about your drinking right now. You know, that's what I used to do. I would go to bed drunk and I would wake up at 3am. You've probably done it before, full of anxiety and feeling panic and dread. And I would immediately get up and grab my journal and start writing down all the bad reasons why I had to stop. And I would go to bed feeling worse and wake up in the morning feeling worse. And you might think it's so simple, it can't be that easy just to focus on the positive. But I guarantee you it absolutely does make the biggest difference in the world. And it's a lovely thing to do as well. You know, why do we put ourselves through this? Why do we always focus on the negative and the bad things and the shame and what will other people think? Why don't we focus on ourselves and how good we are going to feel when we really start to look after ourselves, when we really give ourselves the love and the care and the respect that we deserve. Because let's face it, you do deserve something better. If you are worrying about drinking, hating the fact that it makes you feel bad, you know, beating yourself up, do you deserve that? Do you really deserve to put yourself through that every single day? Or do you deserve something better? I think, no, I know that you absolutely deserve something better. You are worth so much more than what you are currently experiencing. And really, if you want to finally take that step and embark on your alcohol-free journey, then you have to feel good about it. It's as simple as that. Don't wait for a rock bottom. Don't wait until you've got all your ducks in a row. Don't wait for something better to happen. Don't wait for your life to improve in some way before you can feel good about it. You can absolutely start to feel good about it now. And that is something we can all do. And I think it's something that we should take responsibility for. You can change your thoughts. You can change the way that you feel about drinking. You can change the way you feel about sobriety or having an extended break from alcohol. You absolutely do have that power. And when you can do that, when you make the effort... And it does require a little bit of effort. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't happen by magic. You do have to sit down, spend a bit of time and think and focus. But you can do it. You do have the power to change how you feel about living alcohol free or having a break from drinking. And that kind of brings me back to where I started. Even though my husband prompted me to make the decision, 
I could have come at it from a feeling of resentful, resentment rather, and, you know, oh, well, he's making me do this. This is rubbish. I hate it. It's awful. And that, you know, wouldn't have been a very good way to live, and I doubt that I would have lasted long had I been focusing on the negative. So instead, I came at it from a positive. And that was absolutely, you know, key in helping me to make the decision. And once I made the decision from a positive place, then it it was just so much easier than I had imagined it would be. And that's what I want to help you with in this new mini course. And just to kind of share with you some of the things that I did once I've made that decision. You know, it's quite easy. I hear my members and my one-to-one people talking about it. You know, the first few days, they are really happy. You get that pink cloud effect, if you like. But then something happens. So how do you stay positive when life happens basically because life does happen well there are certain things that I do every single day and I've always done them and I will probably continue to do them and that is I take the responsibility for raising my energy I take the responsibility to help me begin my day from a good place And that is something I do in my morning routine. And I'll put a link in the show notes about my morning routine. And it's all about consistency. You know, if you listen to this podcast, you go away and you think, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to really focus on how good it feels to live alcohol free. And then you leave it. Then the negative thoughts and feelings can gradually creep back in. So you have to be consistent. And actually, don't think of it as like, oh, it's another thing that I have to do. It's a lovely thing to do. You know, who doesn't want to start their day feeling good? Who doesn't want to start their day full of energy and joy? And you can do that yourself. So what I do, for example, is... I have some mantras, some affirmations that I listen to or just repeat to myself. I do a little bit of journaling and I do already done journaling. So I imagine the thing that I want as if it's already happening now. And how does that feel? How amazing does it feel to be doing the thing that I want to do? And then I put on some uplifting music to really get me feeling good about my day. And I do that every single day. And I keep coming back to how good it feels to be alcohol free. If I have a down moment or the day's not going great, then I can either dwell on it and make it worse or I can take a step back stop pause and change it that is in my power and that is in your power too you absolutely do have the power to change how you think how you feel about living alcohol free 
So if you've taken nothing else away from this podcast, and I have been a little bit rambly today because I'm just so excited to be able to help you to feel as good as I feel. If you take away nothing else, take away this. You do have the power to change how you think and how you feel about living alcohol-free or taking a break from alcohol. You know, we've got Dry July coming up at the time of recording, the Sober September, Sober October, Dry January, and maybe you've done them before and come at them from a place of, oh, you know, it's going to be hard, it's going to be a struggle. It doesn't have to be. I promise it doesn't have to be that way. You have the power to change it around. You have the power to turn this, what you might be currently feeling is a bad thing, a negative thing, a shameful thing. You can make it into an uplifting thing, an inspiring, a positive, a joyful experience you absolutely can do that and you can go ahead and do that right now listen to this podcast go and grab your journal sit down for 20 minutes and tap into how wonderful it feels to be alcohol free how do you want to feel what does that look like for you and sit with those wonderful emotions because, you know, why sit with bad emotions when we can sit with lovely ones? So that's what I want you to do right now. Go and do that. Let me know how it feels knowing that you do have the power to change this yourself. Send me an email. Send me a message on Instagram. I'd love to know the difference it makes to you to come at this from a completely different angle. And if you are inspired by this, if you feel finally there's something there that can help me, then I would absolutely love for you to grab this new course. It will change everything for you, just like it changed things for me. So everything you need is going to be in the show notes. Do let me know how you feel now that you've looked at this from a different perspective. Come and join us in the Blissfully Sober Facebook group and let us know how you get on. And if you want to carry on this wonderful, amazing feeling and you want some support to help you to stay in this lovely high energy, then I'd love for you to come and join our lovely members in the Transform membership space again i'll put the link at the bottom there so you can check that out but above all the one thing i want you to do right now is to go away and change how you feel change your thoughts change your feelings because emotion drives behavior and when you can feel good about something then it's so much easier to keep going with it or to make a start with it. So let me know how you get on. I want you to do this. I really do. It won't take long and it's a lovely thing to do. So when I've finished rambling on, 
go and do that and let me know how you find that experience, how it makes you feel. Okay, so that's it for me today. Um, I really hope that you have been inspired by this podcast today. Do let me know how you find it. Do let me know how you get on. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and share so that other people can experience the wonderful feelings that you are about to feel now that you've decided that you want to change things, now that you've decided that you're going to come at it from a different angle. Thank you so, so much for listening and I look forward to hearing from you very soon. Until next time, bye.